Well, hello world, and welcome back to today's installment of the Fishing Report podcast. We're presented here by Max Gibbard at Team Logic IT. Just a little bit about the Fishing Report for those that haven't heard about us. Uh, we're a technology-based podcast uh, that talks about how to use technology both safely and productively in today's world. But more than that, we focus on the business impact resulting from cybersecurity breaches. Uh, so whether you're in business, in a small business or a big business, or if you're working for a governmental agency or nonprofit organization, protecting yourself from online harm and protecting your identity from theft is pretty important. So every, every year, more and more attacks affect businesses of all sizes. Businesses, they, they regularly uh, face cybersecurity threats in the form of phishing and spyware and ransomware, just to name a few. So everybody needs to be prepared to deal with that in some way, shape, or form. Today's podcast is a little bit of a special edition. Uh, we're talking today about an upcoming event that I, from Team Logic IT, and a couple others are uh, uh, coming up with here very soon. Uh, an event called Operation Breakthrough, delivering innovation in business. And we're going to talk about how to do that and how that works uh, and, and talk about some, some main ideas uh, in, that, in that area, uh, all centered around three basic kinds of ideas. Uh, productive people, following an effective process, utilizing the right technology from Team Logic IT <laughs> will deliver breakthrough innovation. So Operation Breakthrough is a plan uh, that we want to teach people how to engage with and really want to take it from a three-legged stool sort of approach. Um, we know that uh, if you only focus on people and process and don't have the right technology, it doesn't work very well. And we know that if you only focus on technology and don't worry about the people impact, it doesn't work very well either. So how does this relate to fishing and how does this relate to the fishing report? Well, uh, we're delivering the session and would love to have anybody who'd like to come come along. Uh, but security is a key component of the right kind of technology and making sure that you deliver the right solution for the employees that you're working with. So for those of you who are watching on video, you'll see that I have a, a good friend here. His name is Kevin Mays, Dr. Kevin Mays. And uh, Kevin is uh, also participating in this session. He's one of the facilitators uh, handling the, the process side of things. Uh, so the idea here is that uh, we have three people who will be presenting at uh, Operation Breakthrough. Um, Kevin is going to talk about executing business process. Uh, I'm going to talk about technology. And then uh, we have a, a, a gentleman who wasn't able to be with us today, but his name is Matt Block from Pride Staff. And he's going to talk about uh, delivering HR strategies in this whole context. The event is May 16th, Thursday, May 16th at 1130 in the morning. Uh, we're holding it at one of Team Logic IT's uh, client locations at the uh, Rockwell Republic Restaurant in the Rockwell Mezzanine uh, on Division Avenue. Starts at 11.30. The session itself will begin around 12.15. We'll have lunch and uh, beverages if you so choose. So we'll have more about how to RSVP and all of that, but I want to give Kevin an opportunity to introduce himself. Tell us a little bit about uh, May's leadership and tell us a little bit about what you think is going to happen in this event. Well, well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm very excited. <clears throat> Pardon me. I'm excited to be a uh, part of this event that's coming up. Uh, 
pardon me, I just got sick on the plane. I came in a couple of days ago and just been flying around too much doing this work. And I absolutely love it, you know, uh, the core level and what I've been doing for for close to two decades now, I hate to feel like I'm getting old, but it's the truth, uh, is teaching organizations to lead with intention, to have intentional leaders, to create high-performance teams, to create a healthy cultures that thrive. That's really it. I believe that who you are is how you lead. So the first step in creating that healthy culture is helping individuals have and helping leaders have a high level of self-awareness so they can lead with intention and with purpose. Um, in a way that then creates a, a team dynamic that's healthy for the organization, that's, that's aligned to a common mission, there's clear vision and strategy in place. So when that happens, there's a synchronicity that starts to happen in an organization. And it's, it's amazing to watch the, the power of a positive organization, what they can produce. I'm thinking, you know, it's funny, the interface of technology, I'm working with one of my uh, clients right now that just implemented a whole new technology system, right? And they were, they grew dramatically through a lot of acquisition. And so each one of the companies they brought on board had a different technology platform. So they were all speaking different languages and they really had then different cultures in those different organizations. And their work was to try to create a common technology platform across all of them, which they did. They did that effectively. What they failed to do was bring the people on board. Right. So what I find over and over and over again is the perfect solution to any problem is useless if nobody buys in. And even worse, it's detrimental if people resist against it. And that's really the work when you talk about technology, people, and process. It's aligning all of those. And that's what I believe we'll talk about. How do you do that? How do you align people, process, and technology in a way that helps the business and the bottom line become more profitable, helps the organization become healthier? That's really the game. Right, absolutely, and, and you know, I, I work with a lot of smaller businesses and and they're really at that place where they need the help. They need the help from a people standpoint, they need the help from a process standpoint, uh, and they frankly just don't wanna deal with technology. And uh, oftentimes, uh, what we do with our people and what we do with the, the way we do our business and the way we lead kind of forces us to do things a certain way using technology tools. Uh, so one of the things that I think is really important about this event is that we're going to talk about it from a holistic perspective, mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. really from a bits and bytes perspective. We're not going to talk about how this interfaces with that or how networks and, and individuals work, but more about how it can be a recipe for success in business if you do pay attention to all of those kinds of things. Key component, I think, is change management, right? Absolutely. So, so tell me some uh, experiences that you've had with um, helping people through that transformational change and getting to the uh, other side of of uh, uh, this experience. Sure, sure. Well, the first thing it's interesting. I think the the cloth that many leaders are cut from is very similar. The thing that got them into that level of leadership was their ability to produce. So you're a great producer, and really, I believe that. Who you are is how you lead. So individuals who are good at taking a lot of responsibility, taking a lot on, and stuff that goes all the way back to how they learned to be in the world when they first came into the world, right? So we look, I'll look at things often like sibling position and family dynamics, all of that stuff that gets programmed, that we program within to ourselves and our own personality in the first three to five years, drive us decades later in ways that'll absolutely drive our success, but then it starts to undermine us. So I see a lot of leaders then who are really good at getting things done. They're really good at 
putting out fires. They're good with a lot of urgency. What they don't do, like to your point, is they're not paying attention to the larger um, system orient, uh, system issues that might come up. They're not paying attention to technology. They're, they're putting out fires, not doing fire prevention. So they get so down in the weeds. And this is where their strength becomes absolutely their weakness and the weakness of the organization. Because after a while, they realize nobody's piloting the ship. Nobody's doing prevention. Nobody's paying attention to these, these really important issues. Instead, they're all driven by urgency. So that when we talk about change management, it's really, it really starts with the individuals who are leading and helping them to recognize that those patterns of thinking they've developed so early in their life that are driving the success in their in their organization are absolutely the things that will get in the way and will cut them off at the knees. Now, what will happen though, I mean, I'll create, I'll have a certain pattern that drives my success and when it doesn't work, what folks will tend to do is want to blame it's the outside world is the issue, not recognize that it's absolutely 100% how I am interacting with things. And the more you can start to change your state of mind, change your belief system, then you can change your behaviors and then you'll get a different result in your organization. But if you're not getting the result you want in your organization, you must look at your behavior and those behaviors are driven by beliefs, which go all the way back. Yeah. So change management is really an individual thing uh, at, at a ground level in my perspective. It's about helping people change how their mental and cognitive framework for how they understand themselves, how they understand the world, how they understand their business and their role in it. When you start to shift that, then you set people up to be able to look more globally and, and strategically at how they move forward to create high performance teams, to get the right people, as they say, in the right seat on the bus, right. and then to be able to do things like pay attention to uh, security, to pay attention to technology, which are things that feel like a burden when you're just working hard with your head down. And the old adage, you know, you have to work smarter, not harder, is really where you come in and you're in the, the technology business comes in because folks are really good at working harder. And actually, it's funny when people start to work smarter, I'll see it'll evoke an emotion. People start to feel guilty because they feel like they should be putting in more hours. Like the secret to success is just work 16 hour days as opposed to doing things differently and actually giving yourself some ability to have a life with your family and with the people you love and not just be swallowed up by your work. But we're so programmed again to work hard. And when we don't do that thing that we believe we should be doing, right, it's all the shoulds, it starts to evoke an emotion. And then the emotion starts to drive so many leaders. And it just becomes a, a mess where people are not moving in a way that's aligned with the vision of the organization and ultimately the vision of their life. That's great. That's great. Yeah, we uh, we talk a lot about technology when, when we're talking to our customers and, and uh, really break it down into three main areas. Um, continuity, uh, everything needs to stay up and running. You know, when, th when something stops working, mm -hmm. uh, then people mm -hmm. stop working, unfortunately. Uh, so we put a lot of things in place to make sure that those things are uh, covered, uh, those things are uh, taken care of, that there's contingency plans in the case of internet outage or something along mm -hmm. that line. Uh, so uh, continuity is pretty important. Uh, Productivity is really important as well. Uh, how many people have been using uh, Microsoft Office 365 throughout their whole career, right? They've been using mm -hmm. Word and Excel mm -hmm. and uh, PowerPoint. And, and uh, I don't know if you had this experience, but do you remember when they, they transitioned the document type from DOCX or DOC to DOCX? Remember when they moved the, the formatting of the the document from one kind of document to another kind of document. It's still a Microsoft Word document, but it's just in a different format. 
And now we can't share information with each other just by that one simple kind of a thing. So I think what, uh, what we think about when we think about productivity is how to use those tools more effectively mm-hmm. and how to align them more with the, the resources and tools that you have on the other sides of the equation and process and people sides of the, of the equation. And then the third most important thing and the reason why this podcast exists is all about security. Mm-hmm. Um, I just heard uh, the other day, or actually just heard this morning, uh, that the, the company that we use for remote monitoring and management of our, our clients' computers, so this is what allows us to access and connect with our clients remotely. Uh, it allows us to monitor and make sure that everything is up to date and, and mm-hmm. working properly. Uh, that company is merging with a company that provides the same kinds of services and monitoring security and identity theft and, and dark web kind of activity sure. and all those kinds of things. So the worlds are starting to get more connected together, and we're able to provide a more comprehensive service as a result of that. So there, I've told you about some tools on the technology side. What are some tools on the uh, in your work and, and things that, that you're implementing and helping people to use more effectively? Well, I think of the biggest, most important tool any leader has is their personality. Okay. That is the tool of leadership. It's right. all about dynamics and relationship. So for me, the real heavy lifting is about learning to suspend that autopilot. I call it the robot brain. Mm-hmm. And to recognize there are three, really three brains in one in us. There's the robot brain, which is the one that simply plays out those patterns, those success patterns that we've developed. And then there's the, the caveman brain. When those patterns don't work and we become defensive or reactive, mm-hmm. the limbic system actually takes over. And both of those, either the robot brain will get in the way because... The secret to your success will also become your Achilles heel, right? Mm -hmm. If you're great at getting things done and being ultra responsible, my experience is many leaders are horrible at delegating. And that conveys an uh, impression that they're not, that they don't trust. And so then they end up creating environments where people don't feel trusted, but they don't realize that it's all part of them just playing out this, this robot brain in them, playing out the same patterns that got them success. And now they're obsolete decades later because it's not helping create that culture of engagement. Hmm. So the, there's the, the robot brain, the uh, caveman brain, and finally the genius brain. And that's, that's the goal, trying to get leaders to understand what these consistent patterns are, patterns are that play out, help them understand when that doesn't work, what it looks like when, when they go south and they become defensive, mm-hmm. when they start to fall below the surface and fall in this place where they're blaming or making excuses or, or in denial, and then helping them learn how to harness their own potential and access that part of their brain that is truly clear, concise, and like you said, consistent, so that they can set that clear expectation. They can, they can um, let people know what the vision is and create alignment around that. So many leaders are under the false idea that leadership, well, they believe leadership is telling people what to do. Right. Leadership is not about right. telling people what to do. Leadership isn't about getting things done. Leadership is about creating a culture and an environment where people thrive, where they bring their heart to the game, where they're actively engaged, where they're excited, where they're on fire to show up at work. And the research shows if you do that, you're going to create an amazing organization that, that's going to be proactive, that's going to be able to innovate, that's going to be at the leading edge, it's going to be successful and profitable. Right. If you don't do that, you have a reactive organization. And again, I go back to see what's the, the, key, the key tool 
for me is the individual. It's how you utilize, understand those patterns in your thinking, in your feeling, and in your behaving. Understand the perception that, that others have of that and how they react to that. Because absolutely, whenever I see an organization that's struggling, I can always climb back up to the top of the house and find there's some sort of issue that's happening there. Uh, and the executive team and with the individuals. And when we straighten that out and get folks to have a really healthy, high-performing team of individuals who are self-aware and intentional, you watch the whole organization start to follow suit and to fall in, in line. So for me, it's about understanding first yourself, being able to then understand and manage, well, that's the second part, manage yourself after understanding, and then to understand the dynamic of the team and be able to move that with intention in a way that brings out the best in everybody. Um, it doesn't create that division, that us and them fragmentation that happens in almost universally in yeah. every team. Right, right. So is uh, technology uh, um, fostering the idea of the robot brain? Well, technology really isn't, helps us to be able to take that part over. Right. And that's the thing. It's the automation. So we don't have to. We're in a world where we don't need assembly line thinkers. Absolutely. There are jobs where that's absolutely what's required. But what in today's economy, we need free thinkers. <clears throat> we need innovators. We need people who can think out of the box. And it's hard to do that when you're down in the weeds having to do these automated tasks. And that's what the, one of the beautiful things about technology is it can take care of all this stuff that, that is usually requires the robot brain and free up our capacity to think freely and creatively with innovation to really strategically move an organization forward. That's perfect. Well, uh, we're going to be holding this event here in just a short period of time, a yes. week from Thursday. Yes. We're, we're getting together to talk about Operation Breakthrough, and we're going to talk about how to foster innovation in business. Uh, what's What, in your mind, as you think about the, uh, uh, the clients and the people that you're telling should be at mm -hmm. this event, mm -hmm. what's, the, what's the one reason why people should attend? To get better. Okay. It's that simple. To get better. Right. If you keep doing what you've always done, you'll keep getting the same result. Sure. And the hard thing is folks don't even necessarily know what the next step is to to expose yourself as, to as many different ideas and possibilities as possible. And that's why we're putting this together. I mean, I'm excited. We have uh, three uh, very different uh, personalities coming together, yourself, myself and Mr. Block uh, to really help business owners and leaders start to get a fresh perspective on what's possible. It's so easy and it's the same story. Folks get so, it's a great economy right now. A lot of businesses are thriving, but it puts people in a scramble. Right. And they're not looking at their business strategically. They're not stepping outside of it. They're just feel like often they're behind the eight ball. There's so many things going on that they have to focus on and take care of. They're running ragged. And it's a time to suspend that, to stop that and remove yourself from your business, to objectively observe your, your business through the lens we'll be able to offer. So I think it's really gonna be a, a great vital uh, opportunity for business owners and business leaders to take a fresh look at how they're doing what they're doing and to get some ideas that are gonna help them ultimately for me, get some of their life back, right? To get out of the weeds and to get into a place where they're able to have more balance and they're able to, to create a more thriving, even more profitable business. Absolutely. Well, very good. Uh, the event is uh, May 16th. Uh, 11.30 in the morning at Rockwell Republic Restaurant in Grand Rapids, Michigan on Division Avenue. 
Uh, we'll be starting our networking and registration at 1130, uh, starting our lunch around 12 or around 1145 and uh, hope to have about a 45 to 60 minute session where we can share some insights together and uh, answer questions and continue the dialogue beyond uh, that, that short period of time. One thing I'll say, I'll just invite people to bring uh Bring your problems, bring, yeah. bring your mindset, bring your curiosity. Come expecting to learn because I know my style and yours as well is not just to stand up and talk at people, but to meet people where they are and to help folks think and solve some of the maybe the issues they're struggling with and help them have some clarity. And that's my commitment when people leave there, that they have some greater clarity on their path forward, how they can move forward. So it's not just a great lunch, but it's actually something that does indeed leave them better off. Absolutely. Trying to find some details about it? No, I'm just uh, pulling up the, the closing remarks, if uh, you will. Yes. Uh, very good. Very good <laughs> anything very you good. want to say about your business or anything you want to say about the uh, 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 activities that you've been involved with? Sure. Well, uh, one thing I'll say, you know, I, I moved back to Michigan uh, three and a half years ago now, close to four years ago from North Carolina, before that Montana. And I, I've been uh, helping leaders and businesses become more intentional and ultimately more profitable around the country. But I came back to, to Michigan, my heart is truly here. And you know, four years ago when I did three and a half, whatever it was, I just had one commitment in my heart and that is to be helpful. <laughs> so if I can be helpful, this is all gonna be great. And it's been like a rocket ship, you know, it's, it's great. I mean. If, I truly believe that if we, we're all in this together and the more we can be helpful to each other, everybody's going to be better off. That's what I'm committed to. So I'm excited to have, have folks, you know, for you, all you folks that show up, yeah, we're going to come there and help each other and make this, uh, make an even stronger business community in West Michigan. And that, my friend, is why we're at the business table together and uh, definitely uh, philosophically very much aligned in that, in that regard. Uh, your uh, website is, is mazeleadership.com. That's correct. And uh, you can be reached via email at kevin at mazeleadership.com. That's right. And uh, uh, if you uh, want to give a phone number, you want to give a phone number sure, out? Sure, sure. It's 406-396-6978. Very good. And again, that Mays, M-A-Y-S. Often people want to sneak an E in there. Yeah. Kevin at Mays, M-A-Y-S, leadership.com. Very cool. Very good. Well, thanks for, for listening to today's installment of The Fishing Report. Uh, let's start a conversation at our Twitter page. Uh, for those that have been out there, it's at Fishing Report uh, or hashtag Fishing Report if you want to tag your comments out there. If you have any questions or would like to share your story, we'd love to see it there. Uh, do you have a Twitter page, Kevin? I do not. At this right. Point. So we'll forward everything that we get to you, and you can take care of it from there. <laughs> Special thanks to our producer today, Gene Gregory at WKTV. That's Kentwood and Wyoming's community television production facility. And thanks to Team Logic IT and Maze Leadership for helping to make all of this happen. If you ever need any help with anything technology wise, uh, call us at Team Logic IT, Max at Team Logic IT at 616-727-0107 or M-G-I-B-B-A-R-D at TeamLogicIT.com. Thanks for listening and let's be safe out there. Thanks, folks. Take care.